Just do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it. And that's a quote from the great Shia LaBeouf. Uh, if you haven't seen that video, just go look it up on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious. But yeah, sorry about that, folks. Trying to keep you on these to your toes with these intros. But I hope you're doing well. Welcome back to the 16th episode, I believe, of the Millennial Manchild Podcast. We're just we're just moving along. This is going great. I'm having fun. It's getting easier and easier each time, folks. So thank you for listening. Thank you for rating, subscribing, liking, you know, following me on social media, all that fun stuff. It, uh, it really helps keep me going, keep me motivated, and um, I'm having fun with this. So thank you. Uh, quick disclaimer up front here. Um, I am sick today. I'm under the weather. I'm not feeling well. And uh, I just want to apologize for the extra sniffles and coughs that will be a part of this episode, unfortunately. I'll do my best to suppress and uh, keep those, you know, to a dull roar. But, yeah, it's gonna, it's, it'll probably happen a few times. So I just want to apologize for that. I've been out here trying to take everything to avoid getting sicker, you know. I've been feeling bad since Friday. I don't know if it's gotten worse, but it hasn't gotten much better. And, uh, yeah, I've been out here taking Alka-Seltzer, drinking that shit like it's water. Same with the Robotussin. Trying to get, like, just got on my Mucinex game last night because I need to get rid of some of this shit in my chest. I'm just out here struggling, folks, you know. Um, and I'm not trying to die to a cold in 2018. That's that's weak as hell. That's, that's hella weak. You know, we got all kinds of crazy medicine and stuff today, so, you know, can't it can't happen. I just, I don't want it to anyways. But no health insurance, so you never know. It's a, it's a roll of the dice in America. You just get to, oh, hopefully I uh, don't get something that needs a doctor. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now, so that's that's fun. That's exciting for me, you know. Who wants health care, right? It's, it's overrated anyways. Um, <coughs> but yeah, I hope you're doing well. I know, as I said, like I'm sick, but hope you're doing well. Hope you're in good spirits listening to this episode. Um, yeah, let's just get into it. Uh, this past week was a great week overall, besides like getting this little sickness. I uh, had a great open mic on Friday. You know, well, I say great. It if it went it went pretty good. You know, I had I had fun. I was a little nervous up there. Couldn't quite shake the nerves. Just one of those things. Sometimes I just can't quite shake that quiver in my voice. I don't know what it is. If I need to take a deeper breath, just slow down a little bit more. I'll figure it out, though, eventually. But, yeah, it went well. So that was exciting. And Friday night ended up being a really fun night. Uh, Alan Henderson, he's the guy who kind of puts on a lot, some of the mics around uh, San Diego here. He put on a great show. He had Ron Jeremy hosting it. And... Uh, which was, you know, hilarious to, to, to meet Ron Jeremy. If, if you follow me on social media at all, you know, on my Instagram or Twitter or whatever, you probably saw uh, the picture of me and Ron, which I thought was hilarious. You know, it was just a joke. I'm not trying to make a stance or anything. You know, I did get a little bit of controversy. Kind of riled up a few people, I guess, over the old Ron Jeremy post. But it was, it's all in good fun. It's jokes. I don't condone sexual harassment I'm not a, a rape sympathizer 
or any of that weird shit that you know could could be misconstrued or lumped in as just this I thought it was a funny picture everybody didn't know about any of his creepiness before I just was like oh he's gonna be here oh I have to shave my beard get the mustache put the hair down get a picture with him because people told me I looked like him and I thought it would be fucking hilarious to get a picture with him and most of you agreed so uh thanks for checking that out um but yeah if you would have you know asked me Miles, if you had to make a bet, and the bet was, is Ron Jeremy a super creep or not? Yeah, you better believe I would have bet the fucking house on it. I don't support what he's doing just like, you know, whatever, if it's just allegations or whatever it is, you know, I'm not saying, yeah, go Ron Jeremy. I'm saying, look at this, it's fucking hilarious, right? I'm sure, you know, if you go look on the internet, Hillary Clinton has fucking pictures with Donald Trump. Yeah, those two are two peas in a pod they're pretty much the same person right no no that's not how this works people so anyways uh despite that that's kind of one of the reasons why i wanted to talk about social media just uh get into the weeds a little bit on it because it seems to bring out some of the worst parts of us and i think i have a few ideas why and i just want to share them with you and maybe you can you know bounce some of those ideas back at me and send your thoughts my way to help correct my opinion of this possibly but yeah uh that's why we're going to talk about that today um one last thing here but it's heartbreaking that i even have to talk about it i wish it wasn't something that i had to talk about but i would be remiss if i didn't um just want to i don't i don't know i don't even know how to attack this issue it's a terrible word to use but um i i feel terrible there's been another mass shooting um 17 people lost their lives and Parkland, Florida, and I don't know what the answer is, uh, but we have, it does seem like we have a sickness in our culture, and it's, it's heartbreaking to see this, um, with, you know, this kind of frequency, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, it was 100 people in Vegas, now it's 17, you know, most of them children at this high school, and it's, it's fucking, it's just heartbreaking, man, I don't know what the answer is. I, to me, it just seems like get rid of the easiest guns that are, do the most damage, you know, the ARs, whatever, the AR-15s, but I'm no expert, and people are like, oh, get on the black market, yeah, because the black market's real easy to navigate, right, that's just, you know, you just pull up an app on your phone, you're like, boom, black market, there I am, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what the answer is, it's heartbreaking, um, not much of a prayer, but, you know, thoughts, condolences, rest in peace, truly tragic and uh, I don't even know how to address it properly because it's just it's devastating but yeah um so just hopefully I don't know hopefully this time maybe something will be different these kids they're brave they're they're fucking standing up taking a stance trying to make their voice heard and uh maybe that'll be a difference maker I don't know obviously we've a school has been shot at before, but those kids were way younger and didn't have the, you know, the capabilities of going in front of a camera and articulating themselves in this manner to hopefully promote some change, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. Anyways, sorry to bring you down like that. I just wanted to, I, I felt like if I didn't say something, you know, wouldn't be doing the right thing. So, uh, yeah, anyways, without further ado, we'll just get into today's episode. 
And yeah, I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Making niggas itch like a skin infection Did me wrong like a perfect Simpson Did me wrong, you can change your song, hun Who got me fouled up? Who the lame ass bitch wanna talk about us? Ooh, who got me fouled up? Who the lame ass bitch wanna talk about us? Ooh, come get it from me uh, Come get it from me uh, Come get it from me uh, What's up, everybody? So, as promised I will be talking about social media today I just wanna, like I like I think I mentioned briefly in the intro, I had a little sparked a little controversy, if you will, on my Facebook, and it just got me to to thinking about, you know, what's wrong with social media? What what is it missing? What kind of problems is it causing? Why do we get so worked up on social media? What does what causes us to you know? Because I often think if we had a lot of these conversations face-to-face, it just wouldn't get to the point where it does on social media. It wouldn't get that angry. It wouldn't. People wouldn't get that upset. And, you know, it would just be a much more civil place. And I guess that it kind of starts with, um, just simply put, not being able to see each other, right? We don't get to have that face-to-face conversation. And another important part of that is there's too much time. If you, you know, one thing that we like to do, I do it all the time anyways, is if I'm talking to somebody and they uh, say something I disagree with or I don't like how they put that or whatever, and I get mad, but I don't really say anything. I don't I don't articulate it. I don't do this. I don't do that. But then I, after I leave, I'll be like, oh, you know what? should have said that that would have got him that would have did it you know and i have to admit i think part of that you know that too much time is one of the big issues with social media besides not being able to see each other face to face right because when you're having an in-person conversation face to face you get social cues you can pick up i mean obviously aziz and sorry doesn't but don't but uh, <laughs> um you can pick up on social cues. You can see the hand gestures. You can hear the tone of their voice. It allows you to pick up on how things are going. If they're starting to get choked up, you're like, oh, wow, they're getting upset. I don't want to make somebody upset. Or you can, you know, recognize that they're getting angry and you can be like, whoa, 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 maybe I should back off a little bit and figure out where they're coming from. And that's one thing we're not doing anymore. We are not asking... Um, what do you think? We're just saying, here's what I think, right? We're like, here's what I think. And we don't go, 
We can we can read the comments. We can read the other person's comments, but we're not really reading it. We're reading it to respond. We're not reading it to understand. We're not reading it to, you know, maybe they made a point. Because I think that's the, one of the biggest problems today is I, as you all know, am a typical, I lean left typically. Um, but I understand that you need balance in life. Just like with social media. If you let social media take over and you're in it all the time and you're spending time just scrolling aimlessly through it making that sad little you know social media loop that i've talked about facebook 20 minutes twitter 20 minutes instagram 20 minutes snapchat 20 minutes repeat rinse and repeat right it's like it's 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 putting you in this perpetual state of like not really thinking you're kind of just being drug along if you you know you you and, and I guess why I say that is because specifically I'm going to be talking mainly about Facebook here today because I think they're the biggest offender. I think they have the biggest problem. I think they're the most addictive. They have the shittiest algorithm and they promote the most, you know, awful. They kind of, they do the worst job. They make the most money. Sure. That's, they're killing it there. They, they are 100% figured out how to make so much money off of Facebook. You know, they have like 3 billion users, which is insanity. You know, something like that has the power to completely change the world, and it already has in many ways. But, you know, and I'll talk about some of the things I'd like to see in the future later, but, like, with Facebook, they're, they specifically, like, you can look this up, you can go read, it's probably like in the Washington Post, or, you know, New, New York Times article has probably done something on it, Atlantic, who knows. But there's been articles published that prove Facebook purposely puts the most inflammatory, possibly agitating or aggravating posts at the top of your newsfeed because they understand how behavioral psychology works. They understand how the mind works. They have a very deep understanding of how the human brain works, which a lot of us don't. I know I don't. I'm very, I'm very stupid. I have a very small brain and they don't claim to be that smart. I just, you know, read other people's smart ideas sometimes and then try and share them with you. But my point here is, like, the way Facebook specifically works is they want to keep you in that app, right? They get money when your eyeballs are staring at that screen. That's how they make money. Your attention is their currency. That's how they get that ad revenue. So one way to keep you coming back, to keep you there is by agitating you. The, the, psych, the, the, the reasoning behind it is because when you're kind of aggravated or agitated, it, it, it activates that reptilian part of the brain, the more reactive, the less rational, the more like go, go, go type of your brain. And it'll cause you to go back in there and it, it also activates the reward systems with the, the notifications and stuff to keep you coming back, the little dopamine hits, all that fun stuff, right? But with the algorithm, they're perfectly, purposely trying to get you agitated. They want you to see, you know, that post about Donald Trump that it's going to get you mad. Or that post about, oh, the dirty liberals are doing this. Whatever it is. They know how you think. They know more about you than... It's, it's probably fucking creepy how much Facebook knows about all of us. We would... If we weren't, you know, if we sat there and really thought about it and you know, analyzed how much Facebook knows about us, we would 
probably be disgusted. We're like, oh, wow, that is such an invasion of privacy that I don't even know how I feel about it. But we've all given up on that, and we've allowed it at this point, right? But what we don't understand is that they don't have our best interests in mind. They never have, and maybe they will in the future, and I hope they do in the future. But right now, it's about the profit motive, and they understand that the best way to keep you coming back is getting you agitated, activating that reptilian part of the brain, and having you going back and forth at each other, right? Because if you're in there arguing with somebody, oh, you better believe that you're coming back because you're not going to lose that argument, are you? You don't want to lose, right? And that comes back to everything, as I was saying at the beginning. We're missing out on so much with this because we don't have that interpersonal connection anymore. We're not missing, we're not seeing social cues. We're not hearing the tone of your voice, all of that stuff. So instead, it just keeps escalating. That's what this new social media world is doing to us. It, it just causes escalation. And since, and this is, could be completely unfounded, it could be completely wrong, um, you know, but. Um, I think partly the reason this is happening too, that we can get so agitated over this stuff is in a way, you know, you know, you guys all know I'm not very religious or whatever, right? Well, I think in some strange way, politics is starting to feel, fill the void of religion. I know more and more, um, people my age, specifically millennials, uh, are less religious. They're more secular or they at the very least do not believe in organized religion as our parents did. Not in the same sense, right? So now I feel like people are more inclined to identify themselves with a political party or a politi political ideology. And when you have uh, identity politics, when you actually identify as part of that group or as part of those policies and politics, that it can, it's basically like, if somebody says, you know, tax cuts are fucking stupid and you're all in for the tax cuts, you feel like it's an attack on you. When it's not. It's an attack on an idea. And ideas are not who you are. That's not how you get to just, like, when you have a crazy thought that pops into your head, like, oh, maybe I should punch that baby in the face. No, you don't just punch a baby in the face. That's fucking terrible. But maybe that thought, for some odd reason, popped into your head. That doesn't make you that thought. So you don't have to identify with these beliefs. You don't have to let them, you don't have to cling to them. We, we, we're clinging to these beliefs too strongly these days, I feel like. We don't allow things to roll off our shoulder. And we also aren't listening to each other, right? I know a lot of times when, I, I don't do it as much anymore, and I did want to bring, talk about this a little bit, since that Facebook post sparked a little bit of controversy um, with the, the Ron Jeremy picture or whatever, one thing we don't really get to understand or like, for, for, for example, the, with the Ron Jeremy thing, I, I posted a photo that I thought was hilarious, you know. I had one, one meaning behind it. I thought it was funny that I looked like a young Ron Jeremy. Plain and simple, that was what I, all I knew about him or whatever. I mean, if you would have asked, yeah. So, you know, most comments, lighthearted, fun, whatever. On Instagram and Twitter, they were all fine. But Facebook, of course, brings out the worst in us. I, I feel like it just does it on purpose. But, you know, someone posted, and I, I should say, I'm not trying to single anybody out. I love you all. You're the best. Thank you for listening and supporting me. Much appreciated. You all rule. Uh, but 
you know, someone posted, and I don't even know at first what they're um, trying to convey here, right? They posted a, a link to a Rolling Stone article that just said, um, you know, Ron, Ron Jeremy has been accused of rape allegations and sexual harassment and all this stuff that doesn't look good. And sure, like I said in the front, he probably would have bet the house on that. He seems like a creepy dude. But, and, and, and maybe the the intent was just to, you know, bring me awareness of this issue. Like, hey, just so you know, dude's a creep. And I get that. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Um, no, it's not awesome. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Thank, I, it was awesome that you brought it to my attention, I guess is what I meant. Uh, not awesome that he's a fucking creep. <laughs> you know, it's like, thank you for that. But what ends up happening is people just assume they start to fill in the blanks, right? And before we knew it, it was, you know, this is, you're just making Miles look like a rape sympathi- rapist sympathizer or this or that or that, you know. And people kind of start doing this mental gymnastics. And instead of listening or responding or, you know, when somebody gets upset or seeing how somebody truly feels about something, we, we just assume, you know, they're attacking us. It's, a, it's an affront to what we believe in and how we act and how we are. And it's so it's social media just doesn't do a great job of bringing the best out of us. Plain and simple, it wants us to get at each other's throats. I mean, we saw how you know you, the fake news can spread or all kinds of crazy shit. Facebook has uh, they got a lot of kinks to figure out. It's only been around for ten years, so understandably so they don't. There's no way they should ha- or could have all the answers right now. But I I just you know after seeing this again since I haven't been involved in it for a while, I was like, wow, I forgot how toxic it can be and how I'm, I had to be out there kind of defending myself, my character, you know, like who I am as a person. And when I think most people know how I am and how I behave would say that I would never support a, a harasser, a rapist, whatever, you know, like for example, Hillary Clinton has fucking photos with Donald Trump. Does that make Hillary Clinton a fucking you know, rape sympathizer or a pussy grabber because Donald Trump thinks that way? Like, no. People just start jumping to conclusions and putting things in boxes and checking them off and saying, nope, this guy's this, that guy's that. And we start writing each other off before we even have a fucking conversation anymore. And it's very frustrating because it's 2018. It's never been easier to have a conversation and we're losing the ability to do it. And it's blowing my mind. Like, we are becoming more disconnected, even though we're supposed to be more connected. We we can disassociate. Like, if you were to call somebody just a piece of shit to their face and then see how that made them feel after you said that, or just to tell somebody to shut the fuck up to their face, to just dismiss them like that, it's going to hurt them, and you're going to feel bad. But when you say that online, it's a, like, it's a, it's a just, ha, 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 ha. You know, it doesn't matter. There's no real consequence. But it makes the other person mad. It makes them feel like shit. And it, it doesn't need to be done, right? Because I, I even tried to, like, take the middle of the road, which apparently, you know, you, you can't do that because then you'll be on the wrong side of history. You know, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's it, everything has to be taken to the extreme these days, and that's what I don't get. I don't get why the extreme is the right way. It doesn't. Never has it been the right way. When you go completely one way or completely the left or completely the other way, 
it it ends up in fucking turmoil and p- things usually go worse, right? So I guess what I'm saying is we need to find a way of better communicating and just be more respectful. Nobody like when when you respond with kindness and somebody is being mean almost all the time they're going to be like, "Oh, sorry, I was being an asshole." Right? So at least in face-to-face. I don't know how it's going to work online. That could be different. But, you know, we just have to do a better job of being nicer to each other. And that's one thing that Facebook and these things are not promoting. And that's what I hope in the future they will do a better job of promoting. They will do a better job of promoting a healthy lifestyle. Like, you know how I talked about how they have these hooks in us almost? Like, they use our own uh, behavioral psychology against us to keep coming back, to keep us inside the app so they can keep making money and then those advertising dollars, right? But what if Facebook, and, you know, shout out to Omar for this. He's the one who brought up this idea and I think it's fucking brilliant. And it's, you know, what if Facebook started using those behavioral psychology, those those little tricks or those uh, bugs in our system to help us live a better life? What if they could trick us to working out for 30 minutes a day? What if they could help us trigger a 30-minute book reading session or, you know, so we could find ways to be healthier, be more educated, maybe, you know, create a, a greater sense of community within our own friend circles. These are the type of things that they should be fucking promoting, not the most recent inflammatory article or what this guy said about that. Like, we need to move past that. Like, Facebook has made so much fucking money that they don't need any more. You know, that's probably an unpopular idea, right? Like, oh, you're not a capitalist. Like, no, I am. Like, capitalism is the best system we have, even though I think it's broken. Uh, clearly, it's the best system we have. I think a mixture of the of a couple systems is probably the, a better idea, but we're not getting that way. Anyways, that's for another <laughs> podcast. But, you know, if we could find ways to incentivize for Facebook to make it a better community make it a better environment make it less less toxic that would be an amazing thing for me and i think one of my one of my heroes even said this recently um jim carrey deleted his facebook pulled all of his stock out of facebook and urged others to do the same because they are not doing what's best for society they're not doing what's best for the world and they are going to be a fucking humongous factor in how the future plays out plain and simple Three billion users have Facebook? Uh, no religion even touches that, all right? So this is the new way of the future, and we have to understand that if it's going to be the way of the future, we need to start harnessing that power for good and in, in, in the right direction, basically. So, sorry I got a little ranty there at the end, uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I wanted what I wanted to talk about. I hope you got a little something out of that, and uh, as always, thanks for listening. With the racks on me, bad bitch want back back, and you know she stole that ass on me. I don't want that girl, cause she want me, cause the cash on me. Yeah, you know she capping on me, dread like that cap on me. Back then they napped on me, now they all just act on me. Now I'm out there all on me, pull out the Snapchats on me. I ain't got no Snapchat, homie. I think it's too personal, that's what I got Twitter for. Instagram, I'm back, yo. Back then they napped on me, now they all just act on me. Now I'm out there all on me. Pull out the Snapchat, homie. I ain't got no Snapchat, homie. I think it's too personal. That's what I got Twitter for. Instagram, I'm back, yo. Back then they napped on me. Now they all just act on me. Now I'm out there all
Snapchats on. I ain't got no Snapchat home. I think it's too personal. That's what I got Twitter for. Instagram, I'm black, yo. Back then, they napped on me. Now they all just act on me. Now I'm hot, they all on me. Pull out the Snapchats on. I ain't got no Snapchat home. I think it's too personal. That's what I got Twitter for. Instagram, I'm black, yo. Like flex on you haters. Hi, haters. This is my world, so it's all in my favor. Well, there you have it. That's uh, pretty much it for the 16th episode of the Millennial Manchild Podcast, everybody. Um, I just have a few things here real quick I want to hit you with. Uh, update on the book. I am a horrible human being. I didn't even crack the book open, folks. I had these lofty ambitions of getting into that book and, and you know finishing it all in a week. I don't even know what book I'm talking about because I didn't even open a book. I didn't pick a book. I was uh, very poor on that decision. I'm, you know, kind of let myself down there, which is a bummer, especially since I've been sick. I've had plenty of time to read, although I haven't felt like reading, but I guess I don't normally feel like it. That's why I'm trying to make myself do it more, right? Yeah. So anyways, that didn't happen. Going to hopefully do a better job this week. We're, we're, we're going to rebound. That's the plan. We're still kicking ass here in 2018. That's, you know, that hasn't changed. We're kicking ass and taking names. So that's the plan. Get back on that horse. Same with working out. I've, you know, this sickness, I only got to work out twice last week and then I started feeling sick. So, you know, haven't been doing that again, which is a bummer. But also haven't been smoking, haven't been eating very much. So maybe I'm still losing weight, people. That was also one of the goals. So, you know, maybe, uh, you know, not the healthiest way to do it, but. You know, you take what you can get sometimes. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so those two things, looking forward to getting back on that once I start feeling better. Uh, also, it doesn't seem like I'm going to be getting any more entries for the tie-dye shirts, so I just need to figure out how to pick some winners and put that out there and then get some sizes and send those out to you folks because, yeah, uh, I said I was going to do it, so I'm going to do it. Plain and simple, yeah. Um, but lastly, just two things quickly to check out. Um, if you could check out uh, these are usually I give you things that I've already checked out and you know they have that millennial man child stamp of approval which I'm sure means nothing to most of you but um, this week one two things that I'm planning on checking out and really want to encourage you guys to go check out is the new Black Panther movie and the soundtrack uh, the soundtrack was you know largely produced and made by Kendrick Lamar so that's going to be phenomenal most likely and the movie I've heard is just fucking it's crushing all the records it's um, an amazing movie, very inspiring and touching. So I'm looking forward to seeing that because I am not a big superhero movie guy. I haven't been for a while now. Um, I don't know if they are stale. I've gotten tired of the characters. I don't know what it is, but n- none of them have excited me recently. But this is fresh. This is something new, something I haven't seen. We're seeing new people. This is the type of shit we want. You know, um, maybe it being so big does have something to do with the diversity of it. I don't know. But what it does definitely have that I love is it's fucking new. I haven't seen it before. It's not the fucking 17th Batman. It's not the, you know, the 27th Spider-Man. It's new. Thank you. This is what we want. Give us something new. That's plain and simple. You know what I mean? We want something new and enjoyable. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And you guys should go check it out. Let me know what you think. And if you've already seen it, hit me with that, Like you know, Hit me with a, your opinion on it. Did you like it? Did you hate it? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, but yeah, 
So that's pretty much it. Um, I'll just hit you with the music here real quick. The music in order is uh, Boogie by Brock Hampton, Erase Your Social by Little Uzi Vert, and Helpline by Mira Mesa and Tom Tripp. So I hope you all have a great week. And until next time, Millennial Manchild, out. Some like Gina I know that I felt fine But I need a help now again